Hello and welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. You say Michael Cambo Campbell. Yep. But what would you put in between Nelson and Allingham? Nelson, uh, the best in the world, Allingham. <laughs> and that's what other people are saying. That's yeah, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I, that's why I never introduced <laughs> myself like that. I'm a bit embarrassed I, by yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to talk about it really. Yeah, yeah. You, technically, yeah. that's what would be. Yeah, yeah. If you ever ever hear us call him B-I-T-W, that's, yeah. you know what was Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine just B- calling bitch- somebody <laughs> best, best in the world, just in general? As their nickname. Hey, best in the world. What's going on? We might be talking about best in the world later in this podcast. Oh. I don't want to give away too much, but my podnapping does include best in the world. Oh, oh, my God. I didn't know we were going to have the Pope on the show. <laughs> Very weird choice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice how my eyes quickly dart around the room? Yeah. Like, what's just what, anything? <laughs> what, what was it that made you say po- in this room that yeah. we're in? What was it that made yeah. you say Pope? We have a couple of vintage movie posters. It was the King have- Kong movie poster again. <laughs> Nothing says Pope more than a tied up woman in front of a giant gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's uh... first of all, we know one she wouldn't it wouldn't be female, two wouldn't be an adult. But apart from that, yeah, well, yeah, 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 that's uh... you make the other connections. I didn't say it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Campo. Oh, yeah, let's just start. Yeah. I thought we were already <laughs> discussing something. No. We weren't. No. All right, let's get into it. This first one was in the subreddit Crazy Ideas, and it was by Koala Deluxe. Mobile phones should be banned at all concerts. Instead, the show is professionally recorded, and the audience can just enjoy the show and download the video footage later for free. Yeah, that doesn't cost anything. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that is such a good idea. Yeah. Also, everybody should just uh, have free money all yeah. the time. And so, as someone in video production, yeah, I have some thoughts about this. Yeah, uh, look, I actually, I, I am all for phones. You know, there are artists, in fact, that I think uh, Jack White of the White Stripes, mm-hmm. I believe, is quite famous for a no phone policy at his shows. Yeah, uh, I know Dave Chappelle, the comedian, is also very strict. Like, you literally have to put it in like those little security bags. Yeah, I think. Right. The, yeah, the idea is like just be there, just enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that I'm fine with that, you know. Yeah. Also, secondly, let people just enjoy themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Some people like doing it. It's fine. Some people you like don't have to phones. record it on your phone. Yeah, yeah. I unless they're like in your face with their phone, then obviously. Yeah, that's annoying. And I yeah. feel like there's always the, at least some of those. You know, it's probably not yeah. the majority, but yeah. there's definitely some of those people um, that are like in the way of others with their phone. Yeah. Um, How do they do the like? You know, hold up your light. You. Your phone light and wave. Yeah, it in that's the crowd. true. No How one has lighters do? anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just also quickly on the professionally record every single show. Here's a bit of a secret for you. Most pro shoots, which is what they're called, are recorded over two nights mm-hmm. because you cannot get enough angles. One, you need a crew. By yep. the way, you need uh, probably four cameras, mm-hmm. and one night they set up four setups and they record it, and then the second night they move and get four more setups and record it yeah. and put them all together. So mm-hmm. that's at least two nights, two crews being paid, let alone uh, sound mixing and editing of that. Yeah, for every single show on a tour. <laughs> yeah, I I think uh, yeah. What's funny as well is I would say, and I am definitely not uh, the audience for this necessarily, because 
uh, well, I, I'm just picturing in my head like those larger yeah. concert, stadium concerts sort of thing. Yeah. But I think that recording just the band playing mm-hmm. when you're miles back in the crowd yeah. is the worst recording that no one will ever watch again in their lives. Yeah. The, the sound is going to be terrible from that point. Yeah. You can't see anybody. Uh, maybe if you zoom, you get a slightly better look. Yeah. But other things that you might film are stuff that wouldn't get put into a release anyway. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh, there's this like dude getting trying to get on stage. Yeah. That's fun. I'm going to I'm gonna film that bit. That's not going to come out in the yeah. professional release. <laughs> also, um, here's something else. If they professionally recorded every concert and released it, there would be a lot more people that wouldn't go to the concert I, because you can watch a professional recording of their Melbourne concert. It when would they're... be so much better quality, Cambo. I could sit, yeah. in, I'll sit on my couch in my pyjamas yeah. and watch some uh, yeah. Metallica. Everyone gets tickets to Taylor Swift that way, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like how they don't professionally record and release Broadway musicals because they would actually actually very much like you to come and watch it at their theatre and make all the money. Yeah, uh, yeah. Concerts are the same. Uh, artists make their money th- through concerts, mm. not through, definitely not through streaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you like a band, see them live and buy their merch. Yeah. That's how they make their money. You don't even, if you can't be bothered, you don't even have to go. Just buy the ticket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just buy the ticket, pop they in the bin. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the best? If you were like a super famous band yeah. and you rock up to the stadium and literally no one's there, but it's sold out. You're like, mm. awesome. I don't even have to do the show, yeah. but I've got all the money from my supporters. Much appreciated. That's the that's the ultimate support. Yeah. If you really love somebody, just buy the ticket. Don't go. Don't go. That's Give them a night off. Yeah. Uh, I would also say that I, uh, to your point about stuff that people wouldn't see is from what I understand is that you film a concert as a bit of a memory to yourself and like, this was my point of view at that concert. Like <laughs> yeah. this is how close I was to Harry Styles. Look, look, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Uh, last, well, not last concert I was at, but one of the last concerts I was at was, uh, it was like a nostalgic uh, punk pop band from the 2000s. Me and Stacey went. Mm-hmm. And I, I took, I think two videos total. Yeah. One was, we were, quite close to the stage, was the stage then playing a song and it swings around and Stacey's dancing, which is just like a little thing that I liked being like, isn't this fun for yeah. me to remember? The other one was a video, like you said, something people don't see, which is there's a very wholesome atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And there was a mosh pit there and I saw this guy, he was moshing and he turns around to his friend and he, and he mouths the words, are you okay? And then he gives her a thumbs up and then he reaches and gives her a bottle of water, gives her a thumbs up and then continues moshing. And I was like, what a wholesome moment. <laughs> Just checking his friend, you know? <laughs> yeah, Just yeah. being like, oh, I'm going to stop this for a second. Yeah. Check that you're okay. Give you water. You're all good. Back in I go, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was very fun. Yeah. That's uh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I remember a, I think it was a Today I Learned on this podcast perhaps that was speaking about people that record concerts and they found that people that record concerts on their phone remember less of the concert than those who didn't with the caveat that those who recorded the podcast and zoomed in remembered more than those that didn't so it's like this weird hierarchy of like most memorable to least memorable moments people that recorded and zoomed in on their phone (laughs) people who didn't record and then people who did record but just in a standards kind of way yeah um and I and I think that's really interesting because there is definitely a part of me, or I, at least I, um, and my preference is 
to try and experience something just in the moment. Yeah. And like, Me you too. know, yeah. I, I don't want to, I feel like I don't necessarily need those little clips or even photos. Like I don't even really bother. Maybe I'll take one in like the seats with my friends that are there or something. But um, otherwise I'm like, yeah. I'll just experience this for what it is right now. Yeah. Um, but that's why you don't remember anything. I don't remember anything. You I'm went so into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. But you went into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You yeah. can't think of a single song they played. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Well, it's because they didn't play yeah, any, they didn't, they didn't play anybody, songs. any songs that anybody knew. Yeah, yeah. That was honestly just such a shit concert. Did I tell... Oh, I think I did say on the podcast, but I'm going to mention it again for any new listeners. I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Weird Al Yankovic like a week apart. Mm-hmm. And Weird Al Yankovic was by far a better show. <laughs> like just by miles. I would say if you had asked me before seeing those... Which one would I think I would prefer? It would absolutely have been the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And credit, no, they're credit, rubbish. Credit to Weird Al. Um, he doesn't have a weird penchant for dating teenagers. So yeah. can't be said for both yeah. of the artists. You know what? I can't be certain of that. Like, yeah, probably true. not. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know his dating life either. At least not publicly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it came out, it would be like, you know, well, you know, it's Weird, weird Al. Weird Al, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He dresses in Hawaiian shirts. And yeah, okay. It's less yeah. surprising. Turns actually. out this is tracking. <laughs> Uh, all right, Cambo, uh, let's get into Ask Reddit. This Ask Reddit is by one application, 2371. Uh, I, okay, so this one, we actually, I think maybe even last week or the week before, I can't remember, yep. we actually spoke on a similar topic, yep. um, but I just wanted to maybe explore this a little bit more. And I've sure. got a backup one in case we don't okay. extend the conversation that far. Uh, but this one is, what's an addiction that people often overlook? Sugar. Oh, yeah, sugar. Yeah, sugar. Yeah, yeah. As someone that is addicted to sugar <laughs> and has at various points in my life like stopped eating sugar for a while, yep. I feel like, one, it's in everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think more people are addicted to it than they even realize. Yeah. Because they're like, I don't eat lollies. So therefore, exactly. not addicted to sugar. But I don't eat lollies. Generally. Yeah. yeah. Um, lately, my thing has become if I need a sugar fix, I have a few jelly beans. That's my yeah. thing at the moment. Yeah. Um, so I think more people are addicted to sugar than they think. And two, it's really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no, I, I would say definitely not ever taken seriously as like an addiction. Well, I mean, there's this big thing about uh, in the past about the sugar industry uh, paying for specific research yeah. and lobbying heavily to say that fat was the yeah. biggest health concern in the world. Fat uh, and salt as well, I yeah. think. Yeah, in that, that same sort of vein. Um and, and it's come out since. L- literally, people were bribed to yeah. say <laughs> this to just give false research, basically. Um, yeah, to say that sugar was totally fine for you. Yeah. Uh, and we're learning actually, it's one of the worst, like the biggest leading health cause. Uh, you know, in, in, uh, in for the things that we eat. And um, yeah, it's really and and we still we still struggle to accept that and get over that as a society because sugar is now so ingrained in everything that we eat that we we can't really yeah uh, do without it. I don't think possibly worse is whatever they replace it with generally. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know that stuff it's it's is, got better. I find it, it, I I I've looked in the past and, and I'm happy to be proven wrong by mm-hmm. uh, anyone but I 
because especially in the past I've been trying to, or sometimes not currently at the moment, but I've been trying to count my calories mm-hmm. um, to lose a bit of weight and not whatnot. And obviously sugar is very high in calories. So um, I've looked for those alternatives. Yeah. Um, but I was concerned, oh, what you know, what's the health risks with this? And granted, I didn't start peer-reviewing research uh, topics, but there wasn't really anything. There, there, was an assu- there was an assumed like... So with those um, uh, alternatives, the reason why they're no or very low calories is because literally your body doesn't process them. Yeah. It, it goes in one end and comes out the other and nothing has, has changed, right? Uh, it just Your body hasn't absorbed it. So... The only theoretical uh, risk, as they said, uh, maybe it will, for lack of a better term, gum up the works. Mm. Uh, but that wasn't even proven. It was just like but maybe if you had too much, it might be as way. And there are different types of these alternatives as well. I know one can just be a laxative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there, there was, I in the late 90s or early 2000s, there was some kind of tenuous... Diet Coke, specifically Diet Coke, cancer correlation people were trying to make. Right. I think that ended up not really ever actually being proven. Yeah, I I think it's one of those. Happy to be uh, proven wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure that it was a weird fear-mongering thing for a while where they're like, actually, Diet Coke is way worse for you than regular Coke. I I think it comes... Down to the, I mean, again, probably we've we've learned literally in the eighties, nineties, where the sugar industry was again bribing people. So yeah. it wouldn't be surprise me if in those times they were like, oh no, 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 something without sugar, no, 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 that's so much worse. Yeah, yeah, well, that's uh, cancer, cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do people? What do people fear the most? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's actually anything uh, really bad about these. Yep. Probably again, one of those those things though, like uh, too much of anything, probably not great for you. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's all about moderation. But uh, uh, is there an addiction you think is overlooked? Yes, one that I was really that one that I'm so confident on as one being an addiction and being overlooked that when I went through the comments of this thread, I could not find it once. Okay. Uh, and I, although admittedly, I don't think I saw sugar on there either. So well, there you go. Uh, but TV, mm. I think TV has got to be like number one yeah. in the world. I don't know anyone that doesn't watch TV at least once a day. Yeah. Right. Like everybody come home from work, watch TV, like eating dinner, watch TV. There is no, I don't know anyone who just doesn't watch TV. There's a, there's a fascinating bit of archival footage. This is from uh, the ABC here in Australia. Yeah. Um, when TV was introduced in the late 50s, early 60s, they interview a family who was getting a TV. Yeah. And they interview all the kids mm-hmm. and they're asking the kids, are you excited for TV? And they go, oh, yeah, I'm excited for TV. But, you know, like, and they're like, what, what, what do you like doing? Yeah, he said. You know, I like reading books, and I like uh, you know playing down with my friends at the street or whatever. And then they go back six months after they've got the TV, yeah. and those kids, all the inhibitions <laughs> yeah. have gone. Yeah, all they want to do is watch TV. It's, yeah, it's actually terrifying. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it is just so completely normalized yeah. that I, that's the thing. Nobody recognizes it as an addiction, and I've like. 
I've even tried to be like, I want to watch less TV because there's certain things I want to do more of, yeah. like um, play games. I want to do play games. <laughs> Honestly, that uh, even though that sounds stupid because I'm kind of replacing one potential addition yeah, with yeah. another, that is kind of part of it too. I'm like, oh, there's a lot of like of these particular indie games that I don't normally get around to playing and I want to experience more stuff because I'm trying to learn a bit of programming and, um, you know, uh, and, and even just experiencing different games is is uh, kind of helpful to that cause. and uh, But I don't because I just end up sitting on the couch and for hours watching TV yeah. and then I go to bed and I'm like, Ugh, I did nothing after work other than basically watch TV the whole time. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's just, it's actually a really hard thing to stop yourself from doing. Like try just go a week without TV. I bet you, you will struggle so hard. You know what's <laughs> funny is... Like part, like this is like this fallacy that we come up with. Part of me is I don't particularly like binging. Mm-hmm. I prefer to watch an episode of something, yeah, and then move on. And in my mind, I'm like, that's better. Yeah, as if I don't just watch one episode of like ten shows. Yeah, instead yeah. of ten episodes of one yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's not better. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the same amount of TV, but in my mind, I'm like, well, I didn't watch six episodes of that show, so it's better. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm I'm one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's just funny, and I I really just think. I mean, that is to say, like, if uh, for example, I go away for a weekend with my family or something like that which i occasionally do um or even a week or if if we're going you know going on a trip overseas those times i don't watch it so i guess in that sense i'm not so addicted that i'm like i have to while i'm way overseas i have to just watch a quick quick bit of uh, tv (laughs) but um but definitely on my normal sort of day to day. That's the thing. Any break in the routine, it's actually really easy to drop TV. Yeah, yeah. But it's, if you don't have anything else on, it fills that void. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Anywho, uh, let's uh, move on to Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This today I learned is by A2 Soup. Today I learned learned of Kevin Budden, who caught a deadly taipan by hand and hitchhiked to town, still holding the snake. He lost his grip and was bitten, but bagged the snake and made the driver promise to get it to researchers. Kevin died the next day, but the snake was used to uh, was used to create the first taipan antivenom. Wow, that's that's. Very noble. That's, that's so interesting. Because if the snake had bitten me, I would have belted it against a rock until it died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you absolute dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I um, I mean, I also, I probably can be. I'm, I'm no snake expert. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been trained in the ways, but I wouldn't have lost my grip. <laughs> Hold on, Kev. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. It, it was a life or death situation. We, we appreciate you, Kev. We yeah. love what you did. Yeah. But you could have just held on. <laughs> it's a deadly snake. Kev. Yeah. Don't. You got to hold on. To what that. did you have to do? Scratch your nose or something? Like, come on. Uh, the, the, look, the way that this is phrased, I think, does Kevin dirty. Yeah. Because the way it's phrased says, well, he lost grip and was bitten, so then he bagged it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to assume when he first caught it and lost grip, he didn't have a bag handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, silly. 
would be like, put it in the bag first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, idiot. So I, I'm going to say the phrasing is is yeah, kind of burying the lead a little bit there. Yeah. I'm going to assume he didn't have the ability to do, to do that. <laughs> yeah. To do that. He had a bag. It was like, nah, okay, yeah. I reckon I can hold on to this. Yeah. Do you know what also would have been really funny, right? Is um, the idea that I don't know how anti-venom is made, but uh, let's say there's a there's a the longish process for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been funny if the driver turned up to the you know scientists, the researchers, and were like, "Look, I've got a Taipan here. It was given me by a man who's now deceased. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted to make sure." So you had a type answer that you could create anti-venom so this wouldn't happen to anybody else. And they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, uh, dump it with the rest of them, I guess. <laughs> uh, Taipan? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah another like, one. Like, we've got enough of them. We, we only need one. Uh, they're pretty common, uh, honestly. Um, and then as he's talking, another guy comes in, got a Taipan here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And guys, somebody died. The amount of deaths yeah, related we- to Taipan uh, bitings from people who trying to give them to researchers <laughs> was really high. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. Um, but but such a such a otherwise altruistic yeah, 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 thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. do. We love Kev. We, we, no no ill will against Kev. Um, could have had a little bit better grip, but we will forgive him. Yeah yeah yeah. I mean, I I just could not. Maybe it's just because I'm a piece of shit person, probably. But I just could not imagine being in the same situation where they're like, wow, there's, hey, we found this new deadly stake in Australia. It's caused a lot of deaths, but we can't get our hands on one. Mm. Um, really appreciate if they can be found and caught, you know, be careful. Yada, yada. If I saw that snake, I'd be like, no, no, thank you. <laughs> nope. I will tell somebody else where yeah. I saw it. <laughs> Even if they're like, honestly, they move so fast, they can fly and swim and they get away really quickly. So if you see one, like you need to get it. I'd just be like, nah, so Yeah. If I, someone would come around and go, did you ever see it? I'll go, no, no. Can I say who I think the other hero of this is that didn't get a name check? Yeah. Kevin caught the snake and hitchhiked to town. Yeah. Which presumes that someone saw him yeah. with a deadly snake just in his hand and yeah. went, pop in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need a ride, do you? All right. <laughs> no name check for that person. Yeah. That uh, person and they is the real continued hero. to deliver it because <laughs> yeah. he said, yeah. made the driver promise to get it to researchers. Yeah. So he was like, oh, it, it got out and bit me. Yeah. I'm going to leave so it I'm, with you. So I, I'm obviously <laughs> dead. I'm going to die. Yeah. But I'm going to leave uh, it with but you. But you, I think you could uh, take this to them. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty nuts. Um, yeah. So good on, good on Mr. Driver. Uh, here's another one, Cambo. This is by Peg Pelvis. <laughs> Today I learned that because of the... Emo- <laughs> Today I learned that because of the amount of time it saves, the washing machine has been called the greatest invention of the Industrial Revolution. Others have considered it a key driver of women's liberation. Mm. Uh, such an uh, interesting today I learned, I thought, because of just how overlooked something like this, as well as countless other uh, things that have been automated, Yeah. Uh, you know, even just in our lifetime, potentially. Yeah. Uh, Another one is actually, um, um, slight caveat, but is modern dishwashers. Mm. Uh, there's a study that came out, I think, technically last year, that you save, I think, 
uh, by by doing dishes by hand, you use three times the amount of water that you would use in a modern dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. But people think of it as a quick, easy way to quickly wash some dishes, but it's actually worse than just putting it in the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. It so efficiently uses the yeah. water in inside them. Yeah, yeah. That's right. It's really uh, that's really interesting. Sometimes I'll just put one cup in and then whack yeah, the yeah, put it on. <laughs> <laughs> like this is saving so much yeah. water. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I mean that that's a really good good point too. Um, it's so sad that it has been considered a key driver in women's liberation. Yeah, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? Like, uh, I mean, good, yeah. but also sad that it had to come, come to, to that. that. Like, we need to free up the time of women it's so like, that they can... Uh, also, like, like, you just know there was some man in the early part of the last century... It's like, women's liberation, we gave you the washing machine. <laughs> what else do you want? And also another man before that that was like, do we really need these washing machines? Yeah. What else are they going to do We're with their time? We're you the vote. God, what else do you want? Yeah. Um, but I, I've heard they like doing the washing machines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, uh, uh, so interesting, some of those small things. I mean, one of the, uh, again, something else I've brought up previously, I'm pretty sure there was a ABC podcast called uh, The Ten uh, Inventions That Made the Modern Economy or something yeah. like that. Um, and for number one was, uh, and and debated amongst uh, certain economists and whatnot, but, um, but largely agreed upon, is The Plough. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Like it revolutionized farming. Which you you just like what a like simple uh, yet somehow unbelievably you mm-hmm. know uh, smart and time saving tool that that it revolutionized the world. It yeah. changed yeah. the economy because changed of how, how much people could farm. Therefore, yeah. crop uh, would grow. Therefore, yeah. entire industries yeah. were like like the, any modern food to, like manufacturing. Yeah, is pretty much originated from the plant. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and yeah, just just such a small and interesting kind of thing to being created. Um, that had such a big impact. Um, and of course, uh, you know, there's, there's uh, what I think is interesting about this is how we do overlook some of those things like the plow or the washing machine. Um, but you know, the, there's things being created now that perhaps one day will be overlooked again. Mm. Uh, obviously the biggest thing at the moment is the AI, mm-hmm. uh, which has had, you know, such a, a huge uh, impact in in the last six months, even. Um, in fact, I'm just about to start an AI learning course. Cambo, cool. I'm going to create one so that we don't have to do this podcast again. Sweet. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, you know, it would be really interesting to see the extent of that and how much time it saves on other tasks. <clears throat> um, uh, especially again, something we've spoken about a lot is how. AI is a, a um, I guess, industry that we thought was safe from AI before it potentially existed mm. was creativity. Yeah. <laughs> and turns out it's no. one of the ones yeah. that's like at the biggest risk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I see for some reason, I, I don't know how it, it managed to end up being on my feed so regularly on LinkedIn out of all things. Uh, I see a lot for... Um, <clears throat> like 3D animation 
um, uh, stuff, mm-hmm. editing, yeah. that just does things automatically. Stuff that, I mean, obviously we've seen stuff like Dali and whatnot and, you know, there's the Discord bots that you can use that generate art just from a prompt and you're like, wow, it's really incredible. Couldn't have thought about this. But it's just actually gotten so much further already. Obviously this is more specific and you have to pay good money to get access to some of these AIs. But, you know, some of the videos out there that just show like, I remember seeing some uh, guy, an artist, like 3D artist, there was like, yeah, this would have taken me like maybe 30 hours to produce or something. Yeah. But like it's now five minutes. It's taken me to do this. Like that is just an incredible feat and and freeing up the, uh, you know, certain industries like with that amount of time means you can produce higher quality for a shorter period of time. And and I think that makes people nervous because they say, oh, it means I'm like out of a job or whatever, you know, uh, which, yeah, potentially true also. But, uh, I mean, there will always be industries created from that. But just in the way that the plow allowed people to do more farming, not just the same amount of farming yeah. for less time, yeah. I think... AI will be able to provide more capability over the same period of time than without it, you mm. know? So I, I think that we're going to have some really interesting stuff produced, really mm. high quality stuff. Interesting way to look at it. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think it's, um, I think it should be really interesting. Um, all right, let's uh, move on into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by Dr. Z. It must be really humiliating if Taylor Swift and Adele dump you, but don't write a song about it. (laughs) It would be. I would lie. I would just claim, because like Taylor Swift never Mm -hmm. says... Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> like yeah. in her songs. It's always vague about who it's about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seems to pick one again. That, that one's about me. Yeah. But like one but where... people like track relationships and then when the song comes out afterwards, it'd be, be real tricky. What you need to do is just before she releases a breakup song from her previous boyfriend mm. is we'll get into a relationship and then break up with it. Yeah. So you can be like, this song was about me, but really it was about the one before you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What if you know the content of the song and she's going to reference something about, like I know in one of the songs she references like a scarf. Right. Mm-hmm. And people have said, oh, well, Jake Gyllenhaal has been seen with that scarf, so it's about him. Right. So if you know that she's going to, in this, she's going to reference a pair of running shoes. Yeah, yeah. You, you're posting photos with running shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all you do. Yeah. <laughs> You get the public consciousness to know you and running shoes are associated. Yeah, that's good. Um, It'd be good to, it would be funny if you were just one of the like, so you're you're the guy that's getting tea and coffee for people in a producing studio. Yeah. And you hear this song before anybody else does. And you're like, I'm going to start the biggest rumor ever. And then that's when you, as a nobody, posting these photos of running shoes and whatnot. And then the song comes out and then you claim it's you and people are like, he's had the connection. He works at the yeah. studio. I think, uh, I think this was probably this was him. Could you even spin this? 
mm-hmm. to say, look, the breakup had such an effect on Taylor. She, she, can't, she hasn't even processed it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is a big one for her. Oh. So she's not ready to sing about it, you know. In a few years' time, yeah, there'll be a song. I don't know. About, about it'll be a big one. <laughs> yeah. um, I... Overall, though, I would be humiliated. I'd be like, didn't even make it on the radar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even get a song about me. <laughs> Rubbish. Um, what if you did get a song, but it wasn't a single? Oh, right. Just like one of the crappier songs on their album. Yeah, like, like the last like, song they put on their album. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's not even, nobody even really likes yeah. it. It's just a filler <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. It's a real deep cut. She never plays it at concerts. <laughs> yeah, nobody requests no. it. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be worse, I suppose. Uh, nah, I'd still be like, yeah, that's me, guys, this one. <laughs> she knows who I am. I'd go to her concerts and be the only person yelling out from that song. <laughs> um, here's another one. This is by Puffball Cat. It really ought not be wrong to disclose an interviewer uh, that you only want a job for the money. Uh, yeah, I always took that as like, that's red, like, they know that. I, I Beyond the money, yeah. why do you want to work here? I, Camber, I'm going to be a bit mean as I occasionally am to yeah. people that write posts, but I'm going to assume that this person is quite young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yes, absolutely, everybody knows that. If I, went in, if I was interviewing somebody and they said, oh, I'm just in this for my money, I'm like, yes, everybody yeah. who comes through yeah. is in it for the money. We all need money to survive, obviously. But... There are many jobs in the world, yeah. so why specifically this, this one? <laughs> because they all offer money. Yeah. It's uh, if you're working in an animal shelter, yeah, and you said I'm I'm here for the money, which is fine, yeah. And you said, but are you into animals? Yeah, <laughs> and they said no. Yeah, <laughs> it might not be the best job for them. You'd so be like, <laughs> okay, you've you've come for the wrong reasons. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just think it was a funny thing to be like. This is one of those deep thoughts that you have when you're a bit younger yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. we're all in it for the money. And like, look, yes, we know that. <laughs> if we're going to be mean to Puff Ball Cat, yeah. I will just say that I fuck their mum. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I figured is... you know, if you're going to be mean, we may as well be yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. I think Puff Ball Cat is a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, all right. Anyway, uh, I think we should get after insulting people like that. This is the stuff that will get us pulled. Yeah. Because this is what I imagine. It Reddit HQ. Somebody's said to somebody else, hey, do you know there's a podcast out there that it basically <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. makes it seem like they're the official podcast? And they're like, all right, let's have a listen. Oh, yeah, it's not really that bad. Mm. You know, it. It, it, it's kind of doing something from our brand. It's not really taking away from it. So let's just let it be. It's not like they're insulting people that use <laughs> yeah, yeah. our platform. This will be our undoing. <laughs> if somebody listens, they complain, but like. So I you're saying something. if this podcast goes down, you should blame <laughs> Puffball Puff Cat. Cat. I knew they were a piece of shit. Let's get into podnapping. Oh, oh my God, I'm being podnapped. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment. 
from another thing and we do it ourselves. It's my week this week. Now, before we get into this, there's something I said just before we hit record. So I'm going to do this at the top of the show and I forgot, Nelson. Oh, you did too. <laughs> yes. Um, my other podcast, Cancel Movie Report, we're on our last report of the season. The last one. Um, so I know some people prefer to binge the show. Yeah. Uh, so I personally think this is probably the best season we've ever done. Whoa. Our last report. Because, do you get Tom on, Cruise on? You've yeah, definitely yeah, got yeah, Tom Cruise yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Cool. Uh, our last report is about a cancelled James Bond movie. Oh. Which is very fun. Oh, so uh, you get James Bond on. We got James Bond on. <laughs> the actual guy that it's based on. He's horrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, he's terrible. So many murders. <laughs> Turns out he didn't have a license to kill. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, very proud of this season. So if, if people haven't listened yet, mm-hmm. I encourage you, you can now go and kind of binge the whole season. There's yeah. one more to come out next week, but awesome. by the time you catch up, it'll be out. Yeah. If you are annoyed at how low quality uh, produced this show is, mm. you will very much appreciate <laughs> how uh, high quality. Yeah, I can't stress this enough. We got Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of Tom Cruise. Oh. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is out. Yep. We've seen it. We've seen it. Here's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. is whenever you watch a behind the scenes clip mm-hmm. for any Tom Cruise movie, specifically Mission Impossible, or you go on IMDb trivia. Yeah. You read some facts that sound a bit like propaganda. Oh, okay. So yeah. what I've done is I've actually gone through and found the most interesting, what I would say, uh, uh, propaganda pieces about Tom Cruise. Okay. And I want to just hear your kind of reaction, whether or not you think it's true. Oh. Uh, whether or not you think that it could be propaganda. Yeah. Because they all make Tom Cruise seem like the best guy. I mean, he is the best guy. Okay. Well, to be fair, I've sprinkled in one or two what I'm going to call um, like – the opposite direction, just in case I want to bring it back down to earth. Okay. One or two, let's say, um, sobering facts about Tom Marine yeah. as well, just to make sure that people again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so here's one that I found. In 1998, Tom Cruise, along with his bodyguards, chased down thieves in London who nearly stole $153,000 worth of jewelry <laughs> from their neighbor. Cruz sped to the rescue, in quotes, after hearing the screams of a woman down the road where she was being mugged as she exited a car. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope this is true because he (laughs) is the best. Imagine being like, help, help. Wait, are you Tom Cruise? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I it, Tom Cruise is basically a real life superhero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. he hears a scream, he turns up, he solves the <laughs> and crime. He, stopped, he, he got him. He, yeah, he chased him down. Yeah, um, it's so it's so good. And because of uh, things like knowing he does his own stunts, for example, yeah, like adds far more to the to the probability that this is. Totally yeah, most actors would send their like, stunt doubles to chase it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Vin Diesel isn't chasing anybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Uh, here's another one. Just two years before he was chased down the muggers in the streets of London, the off-screen hero took Helisa Vajas, a 23-year-old Brazilian-born aspiring actress, to the hospital after witnessing her being struck by a car in Los Angeles. After finding out she had no insurance, he paid her $7,000 bill. <laughs> Oh my god. That's insane that there's no healthcare in America. <laughs> I know. This one I, I do believe. I, I think most people, if they saw someone get struck by a car, would Yeah, probably offer especially, you know, if you had the means to offer to take them to the hospital. Yeah. And seven thousand dollars in his world 
Probably yeah. not much. Yeah, it fell out of his pocket. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, no, you said. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom, this is $3 million. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just chump change. <laughs> uh, here's another one. Um, Tom Cruise is actually close personal friends with Scientology head David Miscavige, whose oh, wife surprising. has, uh, his wife Shelley has not been publicly seen for years and is rumored and long feared to be dead. Yeah, but... Uh, can't Anyways, prove it. Yes, can't yeah. prove it. Can be. Certainly can't prove it because again, no one knows where she is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he was best man at both of Tom Cruise's weddings. Yes. Right. Um, again, just a little sobering fact there, just in case people mm-hmm. get too high on the Tom I Cruise. I mean, that's not Camber. If you found out one day that I had killed somebody, then you don't want to. That's wrong of people to say. Oh, do you know who's associated with Nelson the Killer? Yes, yeah. Michael Campbell Campbell. I, I I would say this: if you killed someone, yeah. and it was known, I would probably distance myself from you. No, in but, some way. But that's what I mean. That's why it's so upsetting. Because you right now, do you think I would have possibly killed somebody? Because this is all rumored. Yeah. It's not like this person's being found guilty do of you, murder. Do you reckon Tom knows whether he did it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying in this instance, yeah, you yeah. don't know where yeah. I've just been Guy, accused give the Everybody's like, well, we haven't seen this person that Nelson was seen with every day for a while. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Disney actually borrowed uh, the likeness of Tom Cruise uh, for the character of Aladdin to make him more likable. Oh, I think I have heard that yeah. one before. They, yeah. they, they said, how do we make everyone love Aladdin? Make him look like Tom Cruise. Yeah. So. Without the, with a bit more height. Though, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, possibly some skin pigmentation change as well. Actually, just uh, um, on that, I don't know whether I was reading into this way too much, but when we went, we, we went to a, a slightly earlier premiere. And, yep. and so there was like a uh, one going on in Sydney at the same time, oh, yeah, the Melbourne yeah, one. Yeah. And they had live footage of, yeah. you know, the red carpet and whatnot, which was just so bad it was so terrible but yeah. anyway it was being streamed then, live from tiktok the oh yes for tiktok uh but then uh tom cruise came on yeah. everything was fine yeah uh <laughs> but after 10 minutes of rover mcmanus <laughs> oh my god that was so weird anyway uh if you don't know who that is don't worry it's sorry yeah it's the anyway okay uh and he got up and they started talking to him and they said oh hey let's get your cast on the stage yeah. too." and he's like oh cool and the cast got up and I felt as though Tom specifically stepped like a few extra feet away from his cast members mm-hmm. because I, I'm totally reading into this, but I want to say specifically because of the height difference that you would uh. notice if he was directly next to them. <laughs> uh, especially because like two of the uh, girls were yeah, quite in tall. high heels yeah. as well and, and just tall in general yeah. and he's quite short. Yeah. Uh, Cruz single-handedly saved the company Ray-Ban uh, thanks to the Shade's oh, yeah. prominent cameos in Cruz's films like Risky Business, Top Gun, and Rain Man. In fact, the year Top Gun was released in 1986, Ray-Ban saw a 40% increase in revenue. Yeah, this is this is total propaganda in the <laughs> sense that Tom wasn't like, I'm going to save Ray-Bans, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then went out to do it. It's like, no, Ray-Ban's like spent a lot of money to get their product in these films. And uh, yep, they, they put their money on Tom Cruise, but they very much could have put their money on, yeah. you know, Leonardo DiCaprio as well. Like it's not, it, yeah, this isn't credit. This shouldn't be credited to He John didn't Tom go Cruise. and say, do you know Ray-Bans is going out of business? Yeah. we got to save it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, here's, here's a fun one. 
Uh, his ex-wife Katie Holmes literally escaped from their marriage in 2011 uh, while she, while he was in Iceland filming a movie. A secret plan that had been plotted for months beforehand, including burner phones and a secret apartment that had been rented and her family helping her escape. Do you know what? I struggled to find validity of that yeah, online. Yeah, I've actually lot, looked into it before. Yeah, it's a lot of rumour. And it? I was like, I'm actually, as much as like... We know that there's we've been seen of like his okay. strong, uh, let's say, um, what do you call control? it? Like control over Katie Holmes in footage yeah. and in images. Yes. So it, we know that to be true. And the one thing we also know to be true is that she did file for divorce while he was out of the country. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. yeah. Which, which, would, which would indicate that she was like, he's gone, let's go. Yeah, yeah. But I did literally try to, to sort of fact check some of this stuff in the past yeah. and I could not find anything. Yeah. A and lot that, of it's like Daily Mail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, I, I'm just not sure what to believe. Like, yes, he, he probably wasn't the best person to live with. Maybe she did feel trapped and was controlled by him and whatever, but, but um, and, and obviously not a good thing, but, but I mean, there's just... Yeah. Exaggerations, yeah, yeah. I think, I want to say, is, is, yeah, not good, but exaggerations is all I want to say. <laughs> Do you know, in October 10, 2006, the Japan Memorial Day Association declared that that day would be forever known October 10th as Tom Cruise Day in Japan. Oh. Uh, Tom Cruise's love and close association with Japan has made him earn this day. Uh, uh-huh. D- just that's all it says. Yep. No real <laughs> extra context about that. They just they love they love Tom. Okay, love they love Tom and they. They saw the last samurai. Said, "Yep, yeah, all about that." Um, okay, but are we gonna? No, we're not gonna be in Japan on tenth of October. No, so no, close, we'll we miss back. about like yeah. two weeks. That let's rearrange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might show up. Um, here's one straight from the IMDb page of Mission Impossible. Tom Cruise showed some impressive stunt driving skills during filming. This is of the fifth movie. Mm -hmm. The crew filmed four takes of Cruise making a 180-degree turn while driving a BMW M5 down a half dozen steps in the streets of Paris. Mm -hmm. Three of the takes were perfect. In the last 10 degrees of the turn, he had to turn the steering wheel, step on the clutch, and put the car into first gear in the air. Something that stunt drivers train their entire lives to do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> is I, this propaganda? Y- yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I, it, I don't exactly know what parts of that are exaggerated. I mean, probably all of it, mm-hmm. but to some degree, not all of that is uh, is true. Yep. Uh, this is another one from IMDb for the movie Mission Impossible Fallout. Specifically around the halo jump sequence in which he rescues the other person. Rescuing another person in which was film practical. Mm-hmm. Rescuing another person in free fall while skydiving is very difficult. Alan Hewitt, oh, I assume he's some kind of stunt coordinator, says that it takes accelerated free fall instructors over 1,000 jumps to get it right. And something like 70% of people who try to qualify as an inst- uh, at the instructor level still fail. Tom did it in just 100 jumps. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. It, it is so, so funny. So most take a thousand. Tom took a hundred. So funny 
how they just exaggerate this stuff. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, he's just, he is so good at everything. This is, this is the average. He is so above the average. <laughs> um, also, just to let you know, Tom Cruise reportedly has not seen his daughter Suri in many, many years <laughs> uh, and is estranged from her uh, because once you leave Scientology, uh, you are a suppressive person and you are to be cut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, fair enough yeah. in my book. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can uh, there's another one uh, in Mission Impossible Fallout when he was uh, flying the helicopter. He does what's called a corkscrew turn into a, cl- uh, a cliff face, yep. which they say is something that only the top 10% of helicopter <laughs> pilots could pull off. Fucking hell. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Um, good. Yep. Uh, and here's the last one. Stunt coordinator. Uh, uh, for Mission Impossible 5 told Simon Pegg that Tom Cruise would be doing all the driving because he couldn't find a better driver than him. (laughs) (laughs) Propaganda or Uh, real? Yeah. That's uh, real. That's a real one. Yes. Anyway, I just wanted to to just bring up Tom Cruise as the superhuman. The greatest man in the world. The greatest man in the world. But also some of those really <laughs> big blemishes. Yeah, just remember that. <laughs> like well. it's, it's not talking to his uh, daughter. Um, yeah. Uh, well, that was uh, podnapping. Now it's time for the Ask Me Anything, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. You can be just like Hazza, who wrote... It's almost July is the title of the email. <laughs> uh, I think you find it is July already. <laughs> has it, has uh, it. Get, your, get your shit together. Oh, my God. This is definitely on you and not us. They <laughs> continue. Yeah. Please do not timestamp when you write it. <laughs> 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 they say, gentlemen, cunts, how's life? Sounds great. Let's get to it. I like the, uh, the velocity of this. I hate it. <laughs> I have a pressing question that needs the professionals to answer. What is the best seat in a cinema? Love you guys. Has a PS. I really do care about how life is. I'm just in a rush right now. Hmm. That's fair enough. Sometimes you're in a rush. Hmm. Um, a rush to go see a movie. Go see Mission Impossible, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Uh, I need to know what uh, seat to book. Look, this is all objective, obviously. No. There's a factual but correct. Answer. I will say it's further down than you think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, former projectionist. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, thing is, I'm very uh, attuned to the cinema I worked at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were specific parts of the cinema where the speakers all centralized and you got the best sound. Mm-hmm. Sound plays a big part in the movie going experience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's as obvious as saying, right, let's pretend you're building a cinema, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And you have to set up the sound. You got speakers in all the corners yep. and the roof or everywhere. Yeah. They have to point in a particular direction. Yes. Where are you going to point them? Mm-hmm. Always in the center. Halfway down. Yeah. In the center. Because where else are you going to? It's not like you'd be like, well, let's, uh, we've done this setup. Let's sit at the front row and yeah. test that as a theory. Uh, you know, and, and uh, same with like the screen and what, uh, I mean, obviously the screen just points forward, yeah. but um, you know, you're not, you're, you're, I think the middle is just like the best barometer of like, what's this going to look yeah. like for the majority of the audience kind yeah. of thing. So, um, yeah, and generally, at average. least in, in the ones that I worked at, it's calibrated for the first couple of rows in the middle. Mm. So uh, whenever Stacey and I go, we actually go a few f- 
uh, one or two rows down from the center. Yeah, it's, I, it's I'm less populated. Same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're still getting where everything's going. So yeah, where say uh, there's um, twenty rows. Yeah. Um, from the front would probably be about row six to eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's like, that's where you got to go. Yeah. And also like, I used to hate when I was younger and I'd go to the back of the cinema. I feel like that's the, actually the worst. I would almost prefer to be at the front row mm. than at the back. Cause at the back, I feel like you get so much in your periphery mm. of not movie. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Not yeah. movie. Oh, yeah. Not movie. Disgusting. But center and forward is like well you've just got basically mm-hmm. the entire screen is your yep. view so. there i i will tell you this this is very specific it will benefit very few people but if you're ever invited to a premiere mm-hmm. of a movie yeah imax melbourne there is best seats Mm-hmm. That are secret and not many people know about, but yeah. I won't give it away because we like using them every time we go. <laughs> oh, okay. They come but out they, of the they, floor. There is specifically seats that we will line up earlier to get. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, that uh, that I think people are less aware of. Oh, right. Very sneaky. Mm. Do they hang from the ceiling, perhaps? Yes. That's got to be down. the best. Don't be on the floor level. Yeah. <laughs> get some in the middle of the room, the three-dimensional room. <laughs> Sus- is suspended. suspended in the middle. That's got to yeah. be the I best. I mean, speakers normally point down. If they pointed straight forward, <laughs> I would agree with you. Well, have you ever seen a movie suspended from the ceiling in the middle, camera? Yeah, yeah. That I could haven't. be the best experience. You yeah, don't know that. Um, also, how's life? It's terrible. So it's very actually very rude that you said that sounds great. Yeah, I've, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've I've already seen Mission Impossible. What else is there? Mission In- Impossible: Day of Reckoning Part Two. Oh my god, I totally. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, life's great again. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for adding in Hazza. Uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so Reddit podcast, R E A D I T podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us at our subreddit or our discord, uh, which the link is in the show notes. And, uh, yeah, you can write and review the show. Oh yeah. Rate and review the show. Listen to canceled movie report. Listen to canceled movie report. D- listen to all seasons. Yeah. Theoretically, what you should do, mm-hmm. you start from. You said this is the best season, mm. so you should go from the start worst season number the one, worst season number one, and then go all the way to uh, yeah. uh, this season, yeah. end on a high. Yeah. And uh, Tom Cruise is definitely on the show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, uh, so thanks for listening, and we will read you later.